The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. When we expend negative energy towards others and the world around us, we push ourselves further away from our own success. Welcome to Wealthy Thoughts with your host, Richard Levy. Our show provides a positive blueprint to what you could be doing in order to bring more success to your life. Now, here is Richard Levy. Hello, dear friends in the United States and all around the world. I am Richard Levy, and welcome to Wealthy Thoughts. So many of you are students of the laws of thought and have been doing an excellent job of affirming wealth and visualizing yourself succeeding and living the life you want and are worthy of having. You are faithfully writing every single day five to ten reasons why you are grateful. Finally, you talk about and think about what it is you want to happen not what you fear and not what you don't want to happen or even expect to happen because of childhood trauma. Letting go of negativity, ladies and gentlemen, such as anger, clutter, and envy, as well as how to think yourself into a mindset of wealth, love, and prosperity will be just a few of the topics at our Wealthy Thoughts Seminar coming up in New York City. It's a day-long seminar. It's just $30 a person. We'll be at the Westin Times Square on October 19th. We'd love to have you with us. I promise your life will never be the same. Registration information is found on our website, thoughtsmakeyouwealthy.com. Dear friends, today we are going to talk with a very brave, positive woman, who did experience childhood trauma like very few of us have ever even heard of. Ladies and gentlemen, abuse, whether it is physical, emotional, or both, can have lasting effects on people. That is, until they begin to change their thoughts and keep them changed. Is that a challenge? You bet it is. Can it be done so that victims of childhood abuse can live lives full of love, happiness, intimacy, wealth, joy and laughter? Absolutely. Friends, abuse is abuse. It certainly comes in different forms. But there is, I'm happy to say, life after abuse. There is light. It is a bright, shining light at the end of the tunnel. One last comment about abuse before I introduce our special guest today. Children who are victims of abuse are surrounded by people who, 99% of the time, also suffered abuse, who never felt love, who never felt validation of their feelings, who were never listened to. This goes from generation to generation to generation. 
And so that's where our show comes in today. There are different ways to think about the past and the present that will open doors of happiness and abundance to you. Dear friends, I have the honor of introducing to you a very brave woman who's on the way to healing and happiness. Her name is Allie. Hi, Allie, and welcome to Wealthy Thoughts. Hi, Richard, and thank you. You're so welcome, Allie. Allie, first of all, thank you very sincerely for coming on the show and sharing your story of the abuse you live and experience. Just know that thousands of listeners out there share your feelings as survivors of abuse. Allie, please share with the audience, as we're going to start with talking about emotions, what were you taught about emotions as you were a little girl growing up? I was taught not to have any, that they were bad, they were wrong, they could get you killed. You never showed emotion to other people. You never showed emotion to yourself unless you were completely and absolutely alone. Wow. So, uh, folks, did you hear that? It is almost a feeling of death. Uh, if you express your emotions, this is the message that Allie got from her family. If you express the emotions, it is akin to death. And the only time Allie was allowed to or gave herself permission or felt freedom to have emotions in, the, in her childhood was when she was alone. Allie, what did you learn about love, about intimacy? That it could be used against you, that anyone or anything, animal, human, whatever, anything that you loved could be used against you and force you against your will to do whatever the kidnappers wanted you to do of when they had what you loved. Very powerful. Folks, did you hear this? This is not something that Allie manufactured. This is the message that she received from her family. And when she talks about the kidnappers, this is a fictitious example. Reality from her, but it was fictitious brought into her family, from her family to her, about this most beautiful emotion, love. Love when we get close to each other, when we listen to another, to another, when we share the beautiful memories and the beautiful moments. No, Allie was, was taught love equals negativity, equals harm, equals danger. And so we're going to come back and talk about love later on. In fact, you were married before, Allie. What did they teach you or what was your perception if you got married, which you were married, what a husband could do to you if you were married, which you did become? Well, I was married twice and engaged once. Both marriages ended in divorce, and the engagement blew up in my face because I didn't know how to communicate 
what I was feeling to the men that I were with mm-hmm. and married to. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, in my opinion, that was a very brave and correct decision in that case to break off your engagement. And ladies and gentlemen, it is not Ali's fault that she felt incapable of communicating, expressing her feelings. You just heard a moment ago, feelings in her mind, emotions were something that were dangerous, that were bad. And I think before Allie proceeds on to a relationship with anyone, she needs to feel more comfortable expressing her emotions with somebody, most important person herself, and then with a partner. And later on the show, we're going to talk to Allie about partners and relationships, but that's later on. Allie, up until about 16 years of age, you were raised to be like a male or a tomboy. Uh, First of all, we have lots of listeners around the world who are good in English language, but they may not know what a tomboy is. Would you tell us what a tomboy is and then why were they you raised to be like a male until you're 16 years old? Well, a tomboy was a girl that dressed in flacks and shirts. Mm-hmm. She didn't wear makeup. She, her hair, if it was long, was either in braids or a ponytail. Um, she went camping, uh, wasn't afraid of bugs. Basically, she acted like a boy. Climb so she, trees. Mm-hmm. Stuff mm-hmm. like that. Stuff like that. And then what in your mind, your parents have passed away, but in your fondest imagination, why did they want to raise you, or maybe it was your mother more than your father, why did your mother want to raise you to think and behave and dress like a male, like a boy? That was the way she was raised. Okay. She didn't know any better. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is set supports to my comment at the beginning. Ali is getting the bad stuff, the negativity from her mother, and that is what her mother picked up in her childhood. So when we talk about anger later in the show, there are going to be natural feelings of anger if Ali's feeling them, but we also have a somewhat of empathy for the mother that she was brought up with parents who perhaps were thinking differently than a normal person does in terms of love and emotions. So as a little girl, you're brought up to think like a male. Did yes. you have a chance as a little girl to play with children, to be a child, to play with dolls or get dirty in the sandbox? Well, most of the time I was around adults. And... From the age of six on, I was treated as an adult. My parents didn't, I don't think they knew how to communicate with a child. So they treated me as an adult. And from the age of six on, I had an equal say in what bills were paid, uh, 
family decision-making, whether it was what to have for dinner or what groceries to buy. Um, okay. When I did go to school, which they made sure that I did, um, I didn't know what to do with kids my own age. Mm-hmm. When I was in kindergarten and first grade and the kids are running around the playground, getting filthy, having fun, they were alien to me. I didn't get dirty. I didn't know what fun was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The first time my teacher got me to finger paint, I was hysterical because I was getting my hands dirty on purpose. Wow. Yeah. We, that is amazing. That uh, So you were, uh, as a child, uh, told to uh, you were segregated and then you started to play with children and that was somewhat unusual uh, foreign to you to begin playing with other children they were weird they were as alien as if they were from another planet that is simply amazing and uh, I, th- I think our listeners are beginning to get a feel of what the challenges you were going through as you're beginning to see the outside world it was not exactly the way that your dear parents were, were raising you. Ali, we're going to come back in just a moment. This is just startling and fantastic and we thank you so very, very much for opening up and sharing with us your life in as a child and how your parents brought you up to stuff your feelings down, not to express emotions, uh, not to get dirty, and to be raised as a boy. We're going to hear more of Allie's story when we come back in a moment. And we're going to, we've been talking about her mother. We're going to begin talking about in a moment about her father and his role in raising of Allie. I am Richard Levy with our dear friend, Allie. You are listening to us on a great story and wealthy thoughts in the Apparent Channel at Voice America. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Are you a business innovator or are you just sitting on the sidelines? Tune in every week for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Host Bonnie D. Graham talks to a cross-section of the movers and shakers who are leading by example. They will share best practices and innovative ideas to keep you thinking and moving along with the best. Join us for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP, Wednesday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. If you think you've seen online TV before... 
Let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is Wealthy Thoughts with Richard Levy. To reach us today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's one 346 9141 If you'd rather send us an email, the address is WealthyThoughts at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am Richard Levy, and you're listening to Wealthy Thoughts, and you're listening to our dear friend, Allie, who's sharing with us her story, her very dramatic story of being brought up as an abused little girl who was brought up with ideas and feelings from uh, parents who were very fearful type people. And that fear, they attempted to put into Allie's life. And as a child, she lived with that. And then as she began to grow older, she started to question. And we heard a moment ago that she was brought up to think like an adult, not only as a, as a male, but she was taught to how to pay bills and make decisions at home. Allie, let's talk about your father. How did your father react to your mom's abusive behavior towards you? He was, when I was little, Six, seven. My dad was often unemployed, mm-hmm. and he would stay home and take care of me. And for a while, he tried to dress me as a little girl. Mm-hmm. But my mom didn't like that, and for a long time, I called my father mother and my mother father because my mom went off to work every day and my father stayed home with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he was like, he felt fulfilled the mother role and my mother fulfilled the father role. Well, I can see the confusion, and ladies and gentlemen, are you picturing that? Allie was brought up with, uh, back then, the reversal of the normal roles. Nowadays, uh, it could be the man staying at home, which is what happened with Allie. That was the norm to Allie. That happens nowadays where the wife, perhaps, the mother, goes out as the breadwinner. In this case, Allie started thinking of the, her father as mother and the, because he was staying at home and mother was out working. And she thought of the mom as father. And so... How did your father want to dress you? Your mom wanted to dress you as a tomboy. What what did your father say about this? He never corrected her. 
when we were alone, when I was like real little, two, three, four, um, he would make dresses for me. But as I got older, um, unless I was in a school uniform, um, I was in slacks and a shirt. Right. Okay. In the slacks and a shirt. So your uh, parents at age 16 made a shift, did they not? Did they want yes. to, what did kind of shift did they make in the direction now? What did they want out of you? Well, my mother suddenly decided at age 16 that I should start wearing dresses and hose and learning how to cook and clean and take care of the house and be the perfect little housewife. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, she didn't realize that after spending 16 years thinking of myself as a male, it didn't go over real well. well. I was not able to become this perfect little Susie homemaker. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, it's it's somewhat funny and it's very serious. Do not misunderstand me, ladies and gentlemen. This is deadly serious. But the way Allie puts it, in fact, Allie, I must tell you, I feel at such peace hearing you that you're coming to terms with this. That after being a tomboy, told to be a tomboy, they want you to make you, you into Susie Homemaker, and that's not going to happen overnight. They're changing the game rules right in the middle of the game, and they make it quite difficult. So that didn't go over so well of you becoming the homemaker right away. Is that correct, Allie? Yes. I did okay. learn to cook and clean and sew and knit and crochet. Mm-hmm. Never to my mother's satisfaction, which she was very good at telling me, but I learned. You learned. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't think that was enough that Allie had to deal with, listen to this one. Your father taught you to behave like a spy. Ladies and gentlemen, that's right. SPY, like an intelligence agent. Where did this come from, Allie? And tell, share with our listeners so they have an idea of what we're talking about. Okay. My dad was supposedly born in Germany before World War II. He was the second of identical twins. So the first twin, as with custom of the day, was kept in Germany, and he was sent to live with aunts in the United States. According to him, he was in military intelligence during World War II. His mm-hmm. twin worked for the Nazis. She worked for the United States. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, this is so hard. 
take a take your take a deep breath. We're with you. We're holding you. We're loving you. We're all with you. We're embracing you. He taught me how to send and receive messages through music, through books, every media available. Mm -hmm. How to kill, and yes, I mean K-I-L-L, to completely Mm -hmm. destroy another human being and not think twice about it. I hear you. And I, first of all, I know and we all understand a lot of emotions rushed up, but I want to point that out and compliment you that. You talked, started the show today talking about not feeling emotions. A rush of emotions just came up within you. Is that correct, Allie? Yes. I love you for admitting that and talking about that. This father was either a paranoid person or he really was an intelligence, intelligence agent. But what uh, Allie just talked about is instructions and when it became in terms of killing and becoming like a, a intelligence agents behind the scenes, behind the lines in a war is pretty extreme. Ladies and gentlemen, you just heard a sample of Allie's life. Allie came into this world as a beautiful, healthy, happy little girl. She was perfect at birth. I think you'll join me in that belief. You hear how beautiful she is in her voice. It was the teachings of angry, abused, confused, and unhappy parents that attempted to give Allie the message that she is broken. Something is wrong with her. There's nothing broken about Allie. Allie is perfect as she is. She's as perfect as the rest of us. She's an imperfect, loving, beautiful human being. And we find you so brave for sharing with us just a little bit of the image of what you're brought up with. There's a second part of abuse, ladies and gentlemen, that is often overlooked. The person being abused believes they are a bad person. Therefore, the abuser has a right to do or say the destructive actions. The third part of abuse is denial. The abuse, the family that abuses either denies there's abuse or they keep it as a secret from many people, especially the person, in this case, Allie, feels like she has her own world of being a bad person, that she has to learn to be a boy and then a girl, and then she has to be a spy. And all of this adds fuel to the fire of the guilt that an abused person carries. I'm here to tell you once again, Allie is perfect as she is. Let's now talk about freedom from this horror and an entry into a rich life of happiness, health, love, and abundance. Allie, where we're going to go now when we come back, we're going to talk about a lot of avenues for you to travel on to the road to happiness. And I feel you are on the road to happiness because it may be a surprise to you, Allie, but I feel your energy of confidence, of optimism, of happiness, 
of changing and shifting from the thoughts of the past to thoughts of happiness and prosperity. And I have 100% confidence that you can do it. When Thank you, Richard. You are so welcome, Allie. I want to tell you that you are going to hear a lot of tips when we come back from the break about how you can find your way and experience more happiness and love. Don't even try to remember what I'm going to bring up to you. You can write down all these different ideas to direct you back into happiness and joy and love. So we'll be right back, Allie. And ladies and gentlemen, stay with us. I want you to hear what we're going to talk to Allie about after the break. I'm Richard Levy with our dear friend, a very dear and brave friend, Allie. You're listening to Wealthy Thoughts in the Empowerment Channel at Voice America. Stay with us. We'll talk to you just after the break. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Each week, Jimmy Gould brings you the stories and the people that you want to hear about. Tune in to A Current Life to hear about the journey to success, how our guests became the people they are today, and the highs and lows they experienced along the way. Each hour will leave you inspired and entertained as Jimmy gets up close and personal with every week's guest and shares ideas you can identify with and apply to your own life. A Current Life with Jimmy Gould airs Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Mayan calendar tells us that we will be entering into a 260-day opportunity for us to engage in conscious co-creation with great spirit. How will we prepare ourselves for this exciting and unprecedented time in Earth's history? Peter Tong has dedicated over 20 years of his life's work to exploring that which is beyond understanding. Peter will help increase your awareness and education on this enlightening transformation in consciousness. Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation airs live Wednesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. This is Wealthy Thoughts with Richard Levy. To reach us today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send us an email, the address is WealthyThoughts at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Richard Levy with our dear friend, Allie, on Wealthy Thoughts. And Allie's talking to us about the extreme abuse she experienced as a child. And in fact, while we were at break, she admitted to me that she's shaken, she's nervous. Well, who wouldn't after talking about and reliving some of these horrors at childhood? That uh, during her childhood that she experienced. We're now going to shift the course of this, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to talk about tips for Allie that after the show, when she listens to the rebroadcast, and you too, ladies and gentlemen, those of you who have been through an abuse situation, you do not need to try to take notes. Listen to the rebroadcast over and over so that you can follow through where we're going to go with Allie now as we pointer the ship in a new, positive, happy direction. 
Ali, I know you were told not to express emotions, but hang on because we're going to break that rule if we have that permission because we're going to express emotions. Honestly, Ali, do you feel anger towards your parents? I realize they're both deceased. Do you feel some anger towards them, especially after what we talked about today? I do and I have, but it's as I'm learning to accept and express my emotions, I'm slowly able to let at least a little bit of that go. Okay. I'm proud of you. I know that you're working with some professionals, of course, keep doing that. You're doing great work. What I want you to do from my recommendation is to go, if you don't have not already have a tablet at home, go to the drugstore and for a dollar or two, buy yourself a tablet. And I want you to write what we call an anger letter. And you're going to write a letter to your mom. And then you're going to write a letter to your father. And in the anger letter, you're going to express every bit of anger that has not been released out of your system. For example, you could say, and these are just my words, I'll use your own. Mother, I am angry at you for robbing me, robbing me of a childhood. And then write and write and write. I want you to avoid blaming her because that does not heal you. That's not very therapeutic. I want you to write in the first person, that is I. I am hurt. I feel angry that you verbally abused me. I am angry that you wanted me to be a tomboy. I'm angry you never asked me what I wanted. It was all you, et cetera, et cetera. So write and write and write, and be sure never to write an anger letter before a meal, before bedtime, because it will affect your sleep. And write, and you'll be. You may be writing for a few hours. You may be writing for a few days. When you start to feel uh, exhausted, physically exhausted, or too many emotions come up, take a break. Go read some poetry. Go walk by a stream. Listen to some music that you like. And you have a beautiful dog named Honey. Play with your dog. But then, when you're ready, go back to write your anger letter. And then, of course, guess who else gets one? Your your dear late father. Write him an angry letter. Of course, you talked about he wanted to make you a spy. Write about how you angry how angry you, you felt about him making you scared and feeling life was very dangerous. So express not only your anger but feelings of sadness, hurt, fear. Ali, eventually you're going to write enough that you're going to start feeling even more at peace, more peace than you experiencing right now, then you can begin tapering off with the anger letters. But be sure that you burn these, safely burn them, destroy them. Do not share them with anybody whatsoever. And if you can, write them out in your own handwriting instead of using your computer. So that is the beginning of letting go of the anger. And what you're doing now is you're starting to let go of the story that would not let you express emotions. Of course, we believe you that you have emotions and that you were hurt. But you're now unlocking these emotions from your feet, your body. By writing these 
anger letters, Allie, the emotions will start to flow. You're going to start to feel more alive than ever. And give yourself, just what you said a moment ago when we came back from the break, give yourself permission, listen carefully to this, um, not to uh, necessarily like them, of course, what they did to you, but begin to welcome and embrace what they did. In other words, we're, we're instead of us resisting and talking about what we wish were different, welcome the way they brought you up. But give yourself permission not to like what they did. Give yourself permission even not to like your parents if that's the way you feel. That's up to you. But give yourself permission to have your own thoughts and attitudes about how they brought you up. What you're doing is you're welcoming, you're accepting, and you're embracing your childhood even though, Allie, you may totally disagree with their methods of raising you. Allie, eventually, you're going to start feel, start to feel peace t- towards them. You're going to feel lighter. You're going to feel happier. So we are letting go of the anger. We're going to welcome and embrace the childhood the way it was. Does that mean you liked it? You didn't like it. Does that mean you agree with it? You did not agree with it. Let yourself disagree and not like it. But let go of the anger. Let go of your uh, feelings of sadness and hurt and fear. And then it may be tomorrow and it may be six months from now. Allie, hold on to this one, my dear friend. When you get to the point of peace towards your parents, I want you to do something that's very much on the opposite end of the spectrum. I want you to wish them thoughts of love, joy, harmony, success, and happiness. Even though they're not even living, that does not matter. And what you're doing is you are deciding to forgive them. Again, when you forgive them, that does not mean, and nobody no, nobody would think differently about this, that you agree with them or even like them. Okay. First of all, we're going, we need to move on, but does that make sense about the anger letter? Yes, it makes okay. a lot of sense. Okay, I want you to do that. That will be a beginning, and it will be very therapeutic for you. Now, Allie, listen to me carefully. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to hear what I'm telling Allie. Allie, I want you to fall in love with a very, very special person. I want you to romance a jewel in your life. I want you to have an affair with this person as long as you are alive. Allie, you know who this person is? No. You. You. I want you to, for the first time, to fall in love with yourself. Now, that's easy to say from my point of view. Here's how you fall in love with Allie. Allie, I want you to find 10 reasons why you appreciate, appreciate yourself. Then I want you to write how beautiful, charming, smart, caring, loving, understanding you are. I want you to write at least three love letters to yourself, like you're writing to a boyfriend or a special friend. Write to yourself why you love yourself so much. I want you to reread them, and I want you to enjoy the feeling. I call this self-celebration. Allie, nobody... No man, no woman can love, appreciate, approve, and admire Allie like Allie. 
What are you doing when you're giving yourself love and appreciation, Allie? You're deciding to forgive yourself for carrying this enormous weight, this blame for all the tears, for all the fear, for all the danger that you carry in your mind, for the belief that they were totally right and you, Allie, were totally wrong. Does that make sense about falling in love with yourself? Yeah. In a weird kind of way, it really does. Good, good. And I hear you, and I hold your hand when you say in a weird way, this is a new concept. This is so healing. This is so wonderful and so positive to to you, your body, your health, your happiness. Next thing I want you to do is in the mornings and the evenings, I want you to say this to yourself, and you can write it on a paper. I give Allie appreciation, admiration, and approval for for being just the way I am. This is something new. You're going to give yourself appreciation, admiration, and approval for no reason. For regardless of how much money you have, what kind of home life you have, what did or did not happen to yourself, unconditionally give yourself approval, admiration, and appreciation. And I want you to do that if you can in front of a mirror before you go to bed. And then when you get in bed, repeat these this mantra to yourself. And then the next morning when you wake up, when you open your eyes, before you think about what you're doing that day, I want you to give yourself appreciation, admiration, and approval. Does that make sense? Yes. I hear your voice. I hear it. This is new. And I'm going to give you a resource before we say goodbye where you can read more about this. So we're falling in love with you. Now, let me ask you something, Allie. Uh, Have you ever filled out a gratefulness journal? Do you know what that is? Yes. I do know. You Uh, do know. From your email. Okay, from my emails. Uh, Allie's a, a firm, a faithful reader of my daily prosperity message that we send out every day. And ladies and gentlemen, you get that off the website. It's free, no obligation. What you're going to do is uh, you're going to list at least five reasons in the morning when you wake up why you're grateful. And Allie, it could be because the sun is beautiful because you're breathing. It could be because you got a check in the mail for $50. I don't care the reason. It doesn't matter why. And in the evening, I want you to, again, enter five to ten items why you're grateful before you go to bed. Allie, hardly anything changes moods and emotions and energy better than a gratefulness journal. So I want you to promise me that you'll – you will start the gratefulness journal in your in with a tablet, and your challenge is to keep doing it because you'll have a temptation to stop. We're going to come back in just a moment, Allie, and ladies and gentlemen, giving Allie some more tips on shifting her direct her attention from abuse to happiness and love. I'm Richard Levy with our wonderful, beautiful friend Allie on the Empowerment Channel at Voice America. We'll be right back and stay with us. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. 
Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health, and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Feed the mind. Embrace positively. Release the tension. Step out of fear. Host Simran Singh will help you broaden your mind and open your heart toward a greater understanding of how to take charge of your life. 1111 Talk Radio is here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. 1111 Talk Radio. Because shift happens. How do you feel about the future? Tune in each week for Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life with host Kate Ebner. You can be a great leader by learning from the inspiring stories of amazing visionaries who are shaping our future. Everyone deserves to create their own vision, and Kate and her guests will share the tools that you need to make it happen. Make a weekly visit to the Voice America Business Channel for Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. Be inspired. Become inspiring. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. This is Wealthy Thoughts with Richard Levy. To reach us today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send us an email, the address is WealthyThoughts at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Richard Levy with our dear friend, Allie, and you're listening to Wealthy Thoughts. We're so glad you're with us today. We're talking to our dear friend, Allie, who suffered abuse as a child, but she's now going to learn how to fall in love with the most valuable person, most important person on the planet, Allie herself. So that's what we were talking about before the break. And then we were talking about a gratefulness journal. She's read about that in my daily prosperity messages. And she is committed to entering every day five to ten reasons why she's grateful. And the reasons for gratefulness um, are not important, but it's important that she does fill out the gratefulness journal. Allie, the next chapter we're going to go to now is a new life story. You started the show today telling us about your story as a child through 16 years old and then through an adult and through marriages. I want you to, in your tablet, you're doing lots of writing as you can tell, you're going to write a, a new life story. Now, what is a life story? You're going to describe to the universe how you'd like to visualize yourself, how you'd like to be living. What you're going to do is you're going to write in present tense synthesis the lifestyle you desire. And, Allie, don't let reality get in the way. I mean that ser- uh, seriously. You mentioned to me uh, when we talked earlier that you live on a budget. That's fine, and that's good. But I want you to mentally go to the next plane. What kind of home would you like to live in? Now, if the home you're in now is your dream home, that's fine. What you're going to write in is where you would like to be living. What city? What? How would the home look like? So also, 
your friends. I, you may have a few friends. You may have no friends. You may have 5,000 friends. But I want you to write down what type of friends. Now, I'm going to give you a clue. You want friends who are loving, who are caring, who like to listen to you and your feelings, friends that you like to listen to also, friends who give and take, who are positive, optimistic type people. Write in your in your new life story what kind of food you'd like to be eating. If your diet is uh, that you're happy with your diet right now, then you need to change that. And also what you'd like to do with your life. You'd mentioned to me that you had fallen in love with someone who is not available because this person is married. So you do have feelings of love. There you go. There's your emotions. I want you, and you are such a beautiful woman, and you have so much love to offer. I want you to make a list on paper to, to describe the characteristics of the ideal partner that you'd like to have. And what you'd like to do when you make this list is, at the top or near the top, list a person who has characteristics or is is such a person that they love to listen to my feelings. That's yours, not mine, of course, Sally. You'd write a sentence. They love to listen to my feelings. I love to listen to their feelings. Al, you're going to want to find a partner that you like to listen to their feelings too, that you're not bored and yawning and falling asleep. You want a partner where I truly respect them. That is, you truly respect them. Obviously, the other way around, a partner that truly respects you. Allie, make this positive, beautiful list as long as you want. That is up to you completely. And the beautiful thing about making this list out is that you can change it as often as you wish, wish to. And what I want to, in a jokingly way, remind you of is be careful what you wish for, Allie, because you're telling the universe, this is the type of mate, the type of partner that I would like to have a relationship with. The type of relationship is up to you. Remember, Allie, and remember, ladies and gentlemen, whatever you tell the universe is what you get. Allie, does that make sense? Very much so, yes. Okay, and now, finally, I want you to think, write, and say these affirmations, and you can hear about this when you listen to the broadcast again. I deserve love. I deserve prosperity. I deserve happiness. Now, those you want as you walk through the garden, walk through your house, say out loud the affirmations when you're alone, and you're going to really change your energy as much as when you fill out your gratefulness journal. Allie, I gave you a lot of information. I'll raise my right hand and agree with you on that. As I said, listen to the show several times, then take your notes to help you and support you. And truly, thank you for your honesty today. I'm going to send you a signed copy of my book, Thoughts Make You Wealthy. Allie, one half of the book is dedicated to people like you who need to release negative energy. The other half of the book shows you how simple it is to think, imagine, feel, and create positive energy, to create that positive life prosperous life that you are so worthy of. Also, Allie, I have permission already in advance to send you the email of a young lady named Amy Collier. 
Amy was physically and verbally abused, and Amy is there to support you. I'm going to send you in a private email Amy's contact information, and she'll be there to help support you and be your cheerleader all along as you heal and become a happy, prosperous woman. Allie, before we go, remember this. Regardless of what happened in the past, your todays and tomorrows are controlled by today's thoughts. Change your thoughts, Allie. Change your life. I guarantee that. Thank you, Allie, very, very much. Please share the good news of your progress with with me, okay? And all of us send you thoughts of love, joy, harmony, happiness, and joy. Allie, we love you. Thank you so much, Richard. You are so welcome, Allie. Ladies and gentlemen, for any of you in an abusive situation, get support, get help, and get out of it. No one has the right to change you, control you, verbally or physically abuse you just because they were abused. Find safety. Find a shelter. Remember, there's life after abuse. Listen over and over to this show. It will be on our website, and you can just uh, take notes and learn from Allie and what we gave her as tips. Listen to my past radio show with Amy Collier. These brave women can make it, and so can you. We will talk about releasing and letting go all kinds of negativity in New York City at our Wealthy Thoughts Seminar. It's just $30. Come see us. As Allie does, sign up for a free daily prosperity message at thoughtsmakeyouwealthy.com, and you can follow us on Facebook. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, whatever you focus on, talk about, think about, and write about will someday appear in your life. Therefore, why not make success, love, forgiveness, abundance, and joy the focus and subject of your attention? Why? Because we sincerely believe that thoughts make you wealthy. Ladies and gentlemen, make it a prosperous week. Remember to love yourself. You are worthy of self-love. I'm Richard Levy in Chicago. We'll see you next Monday for another hour of Wealthy Thoughts. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for inviting positive success into your life this week on Wealthy Thoughts. Please join host Richard Levy again next Monday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, and 2 p.m. Central Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. And this week, think of something positive you can do to bring success to yourself and others. 